On Wednesday night, the five candidates in the U.S. race for the Democratic nomination took the stage in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was the first Democratic debate of the 2016 campaign. I'm Amy Keene, and joining me from the U.S. Capitol is Dmitry Sevastopolo, the FT's Washington bureau chief. Dmitry, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Amy. Welcome. So, Dimitri, this is a very different debate last night than what we've seen from the two past Republican events so far. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the highlights? Well, I think the most interesting thing to note is that this debate was really a broad discussion about actual issues that voters cared about. And I think there's two reasons why that happened. The first is there were only five candidates on stage compared to the 11 Republicans who were on the stage of the second Republican debate last month in California. And the second reason is there was no Donald Trump on stage. I mean, Trump has Mm -hmm. managed to turn the Republican primaries into a kind of a um, a celebrity uh, reality TV show. And when he was on the debate stage, it's very difficult for people to get into substantive uh, discussions about issues. With the Democrats last night, they didn't have a showman like that on stage. And so they were able to talk about things, everything from gun control to the economy to whether you need to crack down on Wall Street to how you tackle immigration. So it was a very different kind of debate. I think there were a couple of interesting issues. One, uh, Hillary Clinton had a good night. She defended her record as a New York senator, secretary of state. And I think she put to bed some of the worries that some of her donors had had about her campaign over the last few months. Bernie Sanders also had a good night. Uh, He appealed to his base. He showed people why he is very passionate about the issues that he is campaigning on, which is reducing the power of billionaires in American politics. But one area where they disagreed was on uh, Wall Street. Um, Some of the candidates uh, criticized Hillary Clinton, saying that she wouldn't be tough enough on Wall Street, that she wouldn't separate investment banks and commercial banks and basically um, reinstitute the Glass-Steagall Act to make it more difficult for some of these banks to have such power. And that was one area where there was a big difference of opinion between some of the candidates. You mentioned good performances by both Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Was there a winner last night? Well, I think the winner was issues. But in terms of actual candidates, I would say uh, Clinton and Sanders had good nights that basically reinforced the fact that they are the two um, people in the Democratic race that matter right now. The three other candidates who were on the stage, Lincoln Chafee, the former Rhode Island governor and senator, uh, Jim Webb, a former senator from Virginia and Vietnam War veteran, and Martin O'Malley, the former governor of Maryland and mayor of Baltimore. Um, the three of those had uh, a less good night. I would say O'Malley did okay. He he landed a few punches on Mrs. Clinton and Mr. Sanders. He's trying to get his poll ratings up from the floor where they are roughly about 1% or 2%. He may have achieved that. On the other hand, Jim Webb and Lincoln Chafee had terrible nights, and they really just reinforced the feeling that they're completely irrelevant in this race. And I think some people think that at this point they should probably drop out because they're not really contributing to it. It was very easy at certain points during the debate, several points during the debate, to forget that both Lincoln Chafee and Jim Webb were actually on stage still. Yes, it was. I mean, if you look at the amount of time they got, they got a a lot less time to speak than uh, Mrs. Clinton Bernie Sanders, and also, to a lesser extent, uh, Martin O'Malley. Uh, They also had very weak answers. I mean, at one point, uh, Lincoln Chafee uh, tried to defend a vote he had taken when he just entered the Senate as a a freshman senator, Mm -hmm. essentially saying he didn't understand his vote on Glass-Steagall because his father had just died and it was his first vote in the Senate. That's not exactly the way you want to campaign for president. And I think he was rightly um, lambasted for that answer. So just back to Mrs. Clinton for a moment, where did she do particularly well? 
she had a, a pretty good defense of uh, some of the criticisms that she has flip-flopped on issues, everything from free trade um, to environmental issues um, to Wall Street. I think it was a decent defense, although some people will think she was just uh, trying to explain the flip-flops in a way that um, politicians do. I think one of her strongest moments was um, actually came courtesy of Bernie Sanders, who kind of said in a very strong way that people are sick and tired of hearing about Hillary Clinton and her email scandal. And that's something that caused the two of them to shake hands and smile on stage. And I think it was a moment where it kind of took some of the sting out of those accusations that she um, did not follow the rules when she was Secretary of State and had a personal email account. So that was a good moment for her, but it was one that was essentially engineered by Mr. Sanders. Now, speaking of Mr. Sanders, there was a moment in the debate when the moderator, CNN's uh, Anderson Cooper, he asked Hillary Clinton uh, about Bernie Sanders' stance on gun control and gun legislation. And in response, uh, Mrs. Clinton said that he was not at all tough enough when it comes to gun control and gun legislation. Can you just provide a bit of background on Senator Sanders' sort of voting record and how perhaps his performance last night on this issue may or may not affect uh, his growing popularity with Democratic voters? Sure. Well, essentially, he was asked why in the past he had not supported a measure which would have mandated background checks on all gun purchases. It was called the Brady Bill. He explained it by saying that it was a very complicated piece of legislation and there were some things in there that he didn't like. He then tried to defend his record by saying that the National Rifle Association gives him a, a D minus rating. So, but he was on the defensive, and Mrs. Clinton uh, attacked him quite hard over that, particularly in the wake of the mass shooting in Oregon recently that saw the death of uh, nine people and the shooter. This is an issue where I think Bernie Sanders' supporters probably knew where he stood. He, he's been a supporter of people that, you know, the, the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms for a long time. It may not hurt him in that sense and that the people who know him will know this view already. It may hurt him with voters who don't know much about him, who they when they decide whether they want to vote for Bernie Sanders, they may decide that this is an issue that counts against him. However, if he was to get the nomination and run against the Republican candidate, uh, that would probably help him because the Republicans tend to be less more aggressive on the need for gun control uh, than Democrats. So it really depends on, on how things play out as to how it hurts him or, or helps him in the future. There was one person that was missing from the stage last night, and that was Joe Biden. So how do you think the performances of both uh, Mr. Sanders and Mrs. Clinton, how do you think that might affect the likelihood of Joe Biden announcing that he's running for president? Well, I think probably Joe Biden was the person who watched the debate last night closer than almost anybody. (laughs) Um, Listen, I mean, Hillary Clinton did well. She uh, erased some of the kind of growing doubts about her candidacy. So that in some ways would suggest that it Joe Biden might be less inclined to jump in the race. And I think that is the kind of conventional wisdom that people are um, talking about today in Washington. On the other hand, here's a man who's run for president twice before. Uh, Like many people of his stature, he has a big ego. He may have decided that Hillary Clinton had a good night and that it's difficult for him to challenge her. But on the other hand, he may decide that it's worth going for anyway. What does he have to lose? So I think the conventional wisdom is that he will be less inclined to jump in. However, I personally think that it won't really impact his uh, decision at the end of the day. Dimitri, thank you so much for joining me. Sure, you're welcome. And you can read more on the 2016 election at ft.com. 